Thanks for joining the Black Unicorn Podcast. Today we will be speaking with Reggie Jackson, a behavior modification specialist, in which Reggie will be sharing valuable information for parents, teachers, and child care providers in order to address and modify behavior. And also, if you enjoy this episode, please make this podcast a favorite so that you will be notified when we have new episodes posted. And today, Reggie, thank you very much for your time and appreciate you joining the Black Unicorn podcast to share your expertise in the field of behavior modification. (laughs) I appreciate it. (laughs) Appreciate you having me. Reggie, for our listeners, share with the audience about your podcast and its purpose. Uh, So I have a podcast called Tools for Teachers, where I try to give educators and anyone who's dealing with children or even just any group of kids some tools and how to effectively be able to manage their classroom and modify behavior. So we want to talk about some of the tools that you could provide to people. And um, from a conversation that we had earlier, you were speaking to me about the coaching, well, the behavior modification tool that you use called ABC Coaching. Yes. And I want you to speak in regards to the ABC Coaching. All right. So the ABC is a tool that I try to tell everyone that before you can really attack any behavior issue, you got to do an ABC. That's the foundation of the house. Without having the foundation, everything that you do, you're just throwing darts at the board, hoping to hit the bullseye. Using the ABC will actually help you to actually hit the target by actually having a very scientific approach to what you're trying to fix. So with all that being said, I'm not going to get all scientific and, you know, make you have to pull out a dictionary, but I got to start with that. So, so an ABC is called the contingency as well. The A stands for antecedent, the B behavior, and the C is consequence. And basically what that means is anytime that you identify a target behavior that you want to change, in order to figure out exactly what's reinforcing that behavior, you have to look at what happens right before it, which is the antecedent, and then you have to look at the consequence, what happens directly after the behavior is being done. And the critical part about both of those is sometimes what we think is reinforcing the behavior is not always what we think. So it has to be what the person gets for doing the behavior and not necessarily what you do to address it. And anytime we do an ABC, the more you can keep peeling back the layers of the onion and really drill down into the details, the better and more effective you'll be at changing that behavior that you want to change. Okay. Awesome. So, I had a situation where actually it was a conversation that I had with another person um, being a teacher as well. The person I was speaking with, they had a situation where they have this one student in class 
and she's always kicking the student out of class because he likes to crack jokes. And he's basically the guy in the class that gets all the other kids riled up. They start laughing. And um, with that being said, she's getting frustrated because kicking them out is not going to be a situation where, well, excuse me, it's not changing anything. So how could we be able to apply that model to that situation where the issue is the kids are always acting up in class, getting the reaction from everybody? And she's kicking them out, but it's not changing. Uh, well, I would first like to say that that is one of the most common problems. And that teacher is not alone, basically continuing to apply what they consider a punishment, but the behavior is not changing. So the first thing I'll always say is that anytime you do an ABC, anytime that you put that uh, tool in the place. If you always are getting the same behavior to happen over and over and over, whatever the consequences that you're implementing is not a consequence and it could be a reinforcer. So with that being said, let's actually take what you said and put it into an ABC. Um, the target behavior that it sounds like she's trying to uh, address is the cracking jokes and and in the A, because we don't have a lot of information, we're going to say it's just in class. Now, if she was on the line with us, I would ask even more questions like what time of day? Is it always after lunch? Is it always in first period? Is it a certain kid that's always in the room or group of kids? Hey, Reggie, hey, Reggie, so, I'm yes, sir. I'm going to cut in real quick. Sure. You're, you're fading in and then fading out. I'm not sure what might be happening. Or that's just uh, that may be just bad technology because I'm standing in one spot. So I apologize. But what I can do is I'll make sure because as I'm talking, I kind of talk with my hands. So I'm moving back and forth. So I'll make sure I kind of stand still. So so we talked about the A, which is just in class. And we talked about that there could always be more factors. But in this case, we'll just go with what we know. So. The A is in class. The target behavior is cracking jokes. The consequence is the teacher is kicking the student out. So anytime we see that a consequence is constantly being um, implemented, but the behavior is happening, always tell people your consequence, it's not working. So obviously there has to be something else. And in this scenario, you had mentioned once the student cracks jokes, the class starts to laugh. So anytime that we're doing a ABC, we have to remember the reinforcer is not what you're implementing. It's what the student is getting. So in this scenario, it sounds like as soon as the behavior of cracking jokes is happening, the consequence is that he's getting other students that are laughing at him then your response is kick them out of class. So actually, if you do an ABC on that, the behavior is the student laughs. The consequence is you kick them out of class. The A is um, in the classroom. So everyone's behavior can actually have an ABC done on it. And you can actually see that the issue is not the the teacher kicking him out of class. The issue is that the students are laughing. 
as long as that reinforcer is there, that student is getting what they want. So they'll continue to do that same behavior and you'll just be frustrated. So in this situation, I would advise the teacher to actually address the kids laughing, get them to stop doing that. Once the student cracks the joke and nine, t- 9.9 times out of 10, that student will stop cracking those jokes. I got you. So with that being said, really is the teacher taking a look at themselves Absolutely. and addressing and really addressing not so much what they're giving, but what is it that the students that the student is receiving that, like you said, reinforces that behavior, because it's not about what you're giving. It's about what they're receiving. Absolutely. And I know that you talk about change, you talk about behavior change. And one of the things that I always stress to every educator when I'm talking to them is in order to effectively really do behavior modification, you have to be willing to change your own behavior. You have to be willing to be, you know, self-look and go, man, I could be the problem. And it doesn't come across as, you know, very, you know, complimentary when I tell people this, but a lot of times it's not the kids, you know, it's us. And as soon as you understand how your behavior can actually keep negative behavior going, then you are more likely to be able to change it. But you got to look at yourself first and say, you know what, could I be doing something better? And that's a hard thing, but I know that you talk about it too. So it's a parallel and kind of the same message that we're getting across. I'm just using maybe a little bit more science, but at the end of the day, got to be willing to look at yourself and say, I got to be able to do something different to get different results. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, as you, as you're sharing this with me, we, we speak of the same type of um, purpose. And just like you said, because I noticed by kicking them out, the teacher, the situation that they feel may be anger. So you have to be able to separate yourself from the state of mind that you might be in and not think from that state of mind, but be conscious and be able to use that ABC tool to look at the situation, but not from an emotional state in which you're standing in, you know, mentally at the time when it takes place. Absolutely. Listen, you actually just said a mouthful and And I'm actually going to take it one step further to put it into this whole behavior modification science piece and say that a lot of times people that want to change the kid's behavior, they always want to do an ABC on the kid's behavior. And then I always say, yo, let's do an ABC on your behavior and let's find out exactly what is triggering you to always kick the kid out because your behavior is also being reinforced because as soon as you kick them out, now you can teach the rest of the class. So in the future, every time that he cracks a joke, you immediately kick him out. 
Well, that's actually called negative reinforcement because you're trying to remove something that now has become aversive stimulus. So every time that he cracks a joke, your first response is, I'm going to kick him out because now you can teach the class. Well, the teacher actually would never actually get to a resolution because their behavior has been negatively reinforced to every time that they have to deal with the cracking of the jokes, they just immediately go, I'm going to kick them out. And now I can teach the rest of the class. So it's like what you said, you have to be willing to take a step back and go, yo, I can't be emotional about this. I have to also look at myself and say, I think my behavior has now been reinforced and I'm doing the same thing over and over, but I'm getting mad at the kid when, you know, I got to do something different. So what you said was absolutely on point, right? And um, it's what I kind of start off with. If you're not willing to do that, you're not going to be willing to even implement any of these tools because it's going to take that part of it first to look at yourself. Yeah. So, nah, we right on point with that one. Yeah. And it's, it, it's so interesting. I had this saying shared with me, but and it's so true. Um, you have to be conscious of being conscious. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. You have to be conscious when you get emotional to be able to identify, like you said, with the ABC on yourself so that you don't think from that consciousness of being upset. You're conscious that you are upset. You remove yourself and think on a higher plane so that you don't, like you said, never identify with the root cause because you're part of the problem. <laughs> yeah, I I actually have a podcast episode that's coming that says you are the problem. And <laughs> I know that that, you know, doesn't get received well, especially when you talk to people that have been in education for years. You know, one thing I always tell them is you have just become a good behavior manager. Doesn't mean you've right. actually learned to modify any behavior because I can get a group of kids to sit down in my presence. But then as soon as the substitute comes in, the kids act a monkey. And then we want to say, oh, the substitute has no control. No, it's not the substitute's problem. You have created a system where they only sit still because you're managing their behavior. <laughs> you're like the correctional officer, you know, and that doesn't necessarily create better students better citizens because I've never understood how a kid can have a C in conduct in first period and then have an A in conduct in second period. That's not a kid problem. We got a system. Right. So, but no, you're absolutely right that you are the problem. And, you know, people don't want to hear that, but Hey, we're not here for the likes. We're here to, we're here to spread truth. So, Absolutely. And that's why you and I and our listeners are black unicorns, because that defines an individual for me. And the, re the reason why I identify with the black unicorn is because they're rare and highly valuable, highly valuable. And um, that truth to be able to, you know, live it and also share it amongst people is, is it's, it's, it's rare. Um, so just to do a recap, because we have to have everybody walk away with with tools okay. uh, from every episode. Let's recap the ABC model and just kind of just hit some pinpoints for people that's listening, whether they might want to write it down or go back and listen again. 
uh, let's let's wrap it up and let's give them a takeaway to use this tool moving forward. Sure. So uh, the main takeaway is that the ABC is the foundation. Any behavior that you're trying to figure out how to change it before you start going to positive reinforcement, punishment, anything, always do an ABC, antecedent behavior and the consequence. And that simply means that identify what the target behavior is, try to figure out exactly what happened right before the behavior happens, and then what happens right after. And remember, it's about what the person that's doing the behavior gets, not what you implement. Anytime that you're doing an ABC, peel back the layers and ask why. So um, like, like the example we talked about earlier, if it's in the classroom, I would tell you to keep peeling that back. What time of day? Is it the same number of people? Is it the same teacher? Is it the classroom? The more you can dig into it, the better you'll be able to identify when it's happening. And the consequence, what what does a student get directly after it happens? That is so critical to really be able to, you know, figure out how to affect the behavior. And as long as you do those three things, you can write them down, you can put them on paper. And then, of course, you know, um, shameless plug, but you can always reach out to me at tools for teachers podcast at gmail.com. And I'm always willing to help out as well. Uh, but that's the takeaway. And I think it's an easy thing that you can do. And when you start doing it, you'll actually start to have your eyes open up. But I would challenge you to do it on yourself as well, because I think you'll definitely have some aha moments and be like, whoa, I didn't even realize that I was doing that. So, um, that's the takeaway. Absolutely. I appreciate that so much. And key thing for all the listeners out there, try it on yourself. Absolutely. Test it. Test it and see if there's truth in it. And if there's truth in it, continue to use it. And as you use it, you'll be able to share it and be able to implement it and go from there. Amen. Um, so, Reggie, I really, really appreciate this uh, opportunity to speak and allow for the listeners to be able to, you know, um, pick up some of that knowledge that you shared is it's, uh, definitely valuable. Appreciate it. Appreciate you having me, man. We got to do it again. No problem. No problem. So let's go ahead and wrap it up. Appreciate everybody listening. And as I always say, change is like a seatbelt. It can save your life.